stretch up your hand unto the Lord and begin to exalt him. He is worthy of praise. Indeed, he is worthy. It's because of him we are alive here today. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Let your word have a place in our hearts even today. To the glory of your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a new day. Amen. God has ordained this day for our lifting and for our glory. Amen. Put your hands together unto the living God and please have your seats this morning. We are live here at Dominion Chapel International a special place in Accra and we are reaching you this morning God's word the life and the light of God that brings changes into our lives this month is our month of liberality we want to examine and know and begin to stir that nature of God on our inside to be liberal and Liberality has to do with giving. Praise the Lord. It has to do with giving. Our central scripture, about just a little this morning, chapter 11 of Proverbs, verse 24 to 26. That is our, our anchor scripture and one of the two other chapters in the book of um, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapters 8 and 9, play a very vital role in our discussions for the month. Hallelujah. Around 3.51 this morning, I was looking at one of the issues raised on our guide for the month. And the Holy Ghost um, just whispered something to me that I wrote down. What you give, you gain. That one is already on the paper. How you give, you receive. Your remnant, after giving, will always sink roots down and shoot high upwards your treasure in heaven would be the pulling force that pulls your remnant into points of fruition and that same treasure becomes your rain the rain that comes upon the remnant to make the remnant viable and productive and is also unto you an insurance to secure that which you have so when we miss out of being liberal, giving freely and bountifully, we miss out on certain things that God does to make us enjoy the fullness of his program for our lives. We are given to too much of struggle, too much of sweat. But if we find time for God's word and sit down on the word 
and meditate on God's word and the word speaks to us and we begin to move in the light of that word there will be no need for struggling it is not that something told me no you know who is talking to you hallelujah what you keep you lose you lose heaven's rain what is left dries up or what you have kept dries up it enters the earth not with the roots but with the branches and the leaves never to appear again it's tragic I was telling the pastor that I have not slept but when I was going to sleep that one came and then became a challenge to me trying to understand the things that God was talking about the whole chemistry is a very small one yet very deep very very deep you cannot be engaged in a liberal lifestyle i'm not talking in terms of any other but the confines of the word of god that you you are not an armstrong you give freely and there are two dimensions to the giving first the giving of yourself that must come first the challenge we have in finding difficult to give is the fact that we own ourselves we own ourselves and we own everything that we have but if we give ourselves to him then whatever we have also lies before him and it will not be difficult for us to release what we have that when we see a brother who is hungry we will not sit down to begin to calculate if I give this one out, what happens to my family tomorrow? Let me ask you a simple question. Have you ever had enough? Have you ever had enough that you have so much money that I don't need money again? One comedian in Ghana, he has passed on. Um, Super Odi. He said, even the, the sea, when it rains, it opens its mouth to receive more. The sea. You will never have enough. God says something. Say, when you don't have enough, place that one in the hands of the God who is more than enough. So He will give you much more than you need. You need to have an understanding that in the first place you are what you are today because of Christ. When you come to that point, then you contain yourself within the limits of the word. There is nothing that you did or you are going to do to make you extraordinary. Whatever you must be already is because Jesus made it so. But you walk into it. Walking in the spirit of the word of God at all times without looking back and looking for human approval. Now when you are walking with God, human beings don't matter. Hello? I'm not saying don't respect people. But they don't determine how far you will go. Because you are walking with God. He's the ultimate. He's what? The ultimate. He has everything that you need. Every other person coming around you is only to appreciate the hand of God upon your life. Your humility and walk with God in the light of his word will always maintain you as a victor.
Friends, we don't need to travel too far to see what God has got for us. A man of God once said that you don't have to travel abroad. He said, travel in broad. Your abilities are inside, they are not outside. These abilities that you have, when you work on them, you begin to make steps and take steps that will glorify the Lord in your life. And that's why when you look at yourself, you diminish. But when you look at him, you keep on moving from strength to strength. You don't have anything that you can give to yourself except when you give yourself to him. Then he makes you come to realize what you are. You are more than what you think you are. Hallelujah. You are more than what you think you are. You have much more than what you think you have. The world cannot imagine what you carry, what you have. The quantum of your wealth is not estimable by men. They can't even understand it. Why? Because the source is a source that cannot be understood. I say something very humorously, but I mean it. I don't change. When I say I don't change, it doesn't mean when I'm doing what is wrong, I will not change. No. I, I don't change from who I am because the one I'm following says I am the Lord, I change not. Whatever he, he hates, I hate. So, when I react to things about you, it's not you I'm, I don't like. It is what you are doing I don't like. That's all. So I can say things to you very harsh. It is what you are doing that I don't like. That's all. When you claim you love someone and so you don't want to say things that will hurt the person, you don't love the person. Tell the person what is there. If you come to me and tell me, Pastor, the way you are behaving, I don't like it. Say, tell me what's happening. And you tell me it is right. I don't have to bear any grudge against you. I have to appreciate you. Thank you for what you have done. Because nobody is telling me. It's very dangerous to have yes men around you. To have what? Yes men. Even when you are around, they say you are good. You are good. No. So when you rebuke someone, it's not because you hate the person. It's because what the person is doing. God cannot hate you, but he hates you when you, he hates the things that you do outside his realm. He doesn't like those things. But he will not hate you. Indeed, he doesn't have the capacity to hate anybody. He doesn't. That's what the word does. The word begins to chisel us. I used that word expression yesterday in the house. Chisel. When there is fault on your building, for instance, the, the, the water from underneath is affecting your walls. And that is beginning to blossom like, a, like bread that is in water. You don't need any prayer. And you don't need begging. You don't have to have any feeling for the cement inside there. Scrape that thing off. Don't say that it will diminish. It will not. You scrape it first so that what you want to put there can stay. And then you gain your house. Amen. So the word of God has that ability to tell you you have gone too far, but you are wrong. So turn. And it's only a fool who does not know how to turn. Turn, he said, I've gone too far. I will be on this thing for four years. Okay, what have you gotten for four years? Or for three years? 
I've been like this for 10 years. And so what? What do you have to show for the 10 years? Nothing. Then you've got to come to terms with what the reality of life. That I need a change. That is what we, are, what we want to do in this month. Being liberal is the nature of God. God allows his reign to fall upon everyone, including the sinner. He allows his sun to shine on everyone, including the sinner. The one who are rebellious against him. He doesn't withdraw breath from them. Everyone has access to the oxygen that God has put in the system. Everybody. He's so liberal. Things happen around you. You see the provisions are made. Why is this God so loving? He cannot help it by loving this one. To be now, and not so much about it. The first check did that one. Very liberal. Anything that you have, there are the needy ones around here, it's not in God's program that we have needy people. What makes them needy? It's not because they don't have money in the bank. It's because what they need, they don't get. That's why they are called needy. They are the less privileged. So you have more. Bring part of what you have, put it there for all of us, a commonwealth, so we can enjoy it. And that's what they did. And the atmosphere was so strong for God to release his power upon them. So they began to see greater exploits than they had ever seen before. And this is an offshoot of that church. We can't behave contrary. All we talk about in the body of Christ these days is power. And when they say power, this is what they mean. Power to heal the sick. Power to show. To do what? To show. Power to do what? To show. I was sharing with my wife this morning as around um, 4.35 when I was trying to sleep. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I just saw a lady. I just could not make out who the person is, but we're standing. Two of us plus that lady standing, and then suddenly she complained of the hand. And then the hand he began to go, she began to go down like that. And before I knew she had already collapsed, she was about to die. So what kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> in that whatever it was dream or vision or whatever it was, I don't know. But I guess in the name of Jesus, it can't happen. When I said that one now, she opened up and I woke up. And I began to pray. I said, Lord, I arrest the spirit of death, whatever it is. I don't know where it is going, but whatever it has got into. I, be, I, I became wild. When I finished that prayer, I couldn't sleep again. A liberal life makes you to feed what people feed. That is how they will know in practical terms that you love God. That you are a child of God. It's not by mouth. You are a child of God. It's not by mouth. It is, it is by practice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So like I mentioned last Sunday, that's what we'll be doing this month. I'd like us to just have good. It's on the screen now. Proverbs 11, verse 24, 25. And I added 26 for a purpose. And I'll mention that one to you now. And then I will mention something again. 
and hang it. By the grace of God, on Thursday, this month, the Thursdays, we'll be having some teaching before our prayer sessions. So I'll be able to hand, have, go through so many things that we want to teach in the month. If we don't finish, and the Lord permits, we shall push it to next month. Hallelujah. Because it is at the foundation of the Christian's life, the expectations of God that is one of them, the way we live our lives. We are not Christians for showbiz. We are Christians to be a blessing. He said, I will bless you and make you what? A blessing. Until you become a blessing, you are not blessed. So you can speak all the tongues you want to speak in life. If your life is not affecting people, you are not a blessing yet. You are not awake. Your tongue is not correct. If you are speaking the tongues that God gave to you, in the course of speaking it, he will begin to talk to you. You begin to see things. You begin to hear his voice. You hear you talking to yourself. Isaiah, you're not doing well. You're not doing well. You're not doing well. I told you one day, he told me, he said, you have not done anything for me. What kind of thing is that? And I thought I was doing many things. I wept throughout the night. And up to today, anytime I remember that one now, some kind of feeling comes into my system. But it's not what you think you are doing. It is what he expects you to do. Hello? It's not what you think you are doing. It is what he expects you to do. That your father sent you on a mission and then on the way you caught a vision. And then he said, I just remembered that um, your elder sister, we have not seen her for a long time. So I chose to go there and greet her. It's not a good thing. It's a good thing, though. But was it expected or required? The timing was wrong. A man of God traveled from the headquarters of the ministry where I was before to his country and then saw a branch of the church that had been planted there was in the wrong shape. So he chose to stay back to put some things in order. Good vision. Wrong time. So he stayed for about two weeks beyond the permission that was given him. And when he got back, <laughs> for two weeks, nobody spoke to him. You go to the office, no, no greeting, nobody talked to him. He was just there. He, was, he became redundant. What you did there was good. You were not sent. You could have brought a report. Bring a report in that this was happening. Then we say, okay, you go back. Order. So it's not what you are doing. It is what he wants you. There are many people whose lives are hinged, anchored on your life. Many. Their lives are anchored on your life. That life you think is so small. Many lives are hooked to that one. Thousands of people on, around the world are looking up to you. You may not know it. So you are wasting their time. You are delaying them. So always ask God, what am I going to do? And what he tells you to do, if you are a man of liberality, you won't question things. You will move. Because you are totally for him. Completely out for him. Completely out. If they tell some of you now to go to Afghanistan, the first thing you will say, Bishop, um, 
I've discovered that I need to go for waiting. Uh, I need some two weeks after prayer, if you will permit me. What do you, what are you looking for? You want to ask God? Or do you want to bring power? Will God send you to a place where he doesn't have capacity to hold you there? He has a capacity. When he says go, he says, I, I'm here. Let's go. Before you get there, he is there. I have seen that one before. You go to a strange land, and then God has placed people there for you. That's all. Everywhere you turn, somebody is there as if he has been told to wait. Of course, he has been told. Wait for you. They see, oh, how are you, sir? Can we help you? You looking for accommodation? Thank God that you came today. I was going to give that one out tomorrow. That's the God we are working with. That's the one that we have chosen to depend on. And he cannot fail. Hello? He cannot. Now, there is one who scatters and yet increases more. I won't go into the things that you know about. We've been talking about for many, many years. All of us know this scripture. And there's one who withholds more than is right. So there's a withholding that is good. And there's one that is not good. God is not expecting to begin to throw your money away anyhow. No, he's not saying so. That he has given you money. So anyone that you meet, hello, have you eaten? Say no, take. This is your cloth, you must change it. Take. <laughs> you, you, you get to a point where you begin to blame God. Lord, you said you watch over my finances. The one I got last week is finished. How come? I don't have anything to show for it. How come? No, there's a need to withhold. Withholding is, is talking about discipline. But you, you, you withhold more than a right. You have gone beyond that scope. You are now in your own region and doing what you want to do. <laughs> when he needs the money, he says, explain why I should give you. The one I give the right time, let's do the accounting for it. I paid my tithe two weeks ago. I've not seen Kobo. The whole of last year, I paid tithe all through. I didn't see anything. And you said you manifest yourself. So I should prove you. I'm not you mean to prove you. So why should I bring another one? Do you know why you're talking like that? Because you are alive. Is what? Because you are what? Alive. It's because you are alive. You have breath on, in your nostrils, so you are talking. And you have forgotten that you didn't buy it. You forgot he gave it to you. You forgot that all the time you travel here and there, you just get in the vehicle and then you get to where you are going and then you shout, hey, brother, how are you? He said, God is good. Your, our road is just powerful. It's not the road. There's the one that is keeping you. There's a voice that has gone ahead of you. Touch on my anointed and do my prophet no harm. That voice went ahead of you long ago. So before you got to a place that was evil, you had removed the place now. And then you pass through and you think it's normal. You are asking him to give account for the monies you paid as tithe. God himself. Let's sit down. You said we should sit down and bring our point. Let's reason. I tell me why for one year I paid I didn't see any money. And then I will tell you how much you would have, would have spent if you had gone to the hospital. Yeah. If you had become diabetic. If you had become, there's that one that they go to the machine, that's the evacuation for them. What's that one? The day I asked one of our men in Kumasi, a medical guy to show us the, the cost 
everybody, everybody was quiet. In fact, I see uh, some ice, ice so there was some snow upon people. How much it costs a week to go there twice in dollars will bring it to cities. People began to shake. One month, one year, God spared you from that thing and you say he has not blessed you. And because of that, you are withholding your hand. If you are not careful before, you know your hand will enter inside. Glory to God. Then, there's one that holds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The poverty is not. It only comes when you open the doors for him to come. Right. Now, um, God is the one who blesses the bountiful soul with bounties. The soul that souls that gives without hindrance freely cheerfully that when you give you have a good feeling on your inside that's a cheerful thing it's not because you were laughing no you have seen laughter that has anger behind it I learned it growing up from films in those days cowboy films the man is killing he's still laughing and that thing was with me for many years. If you, if you were close to me and you heard me laughing, quack, 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 be careful because what is coming after that one will be good. So it is not in your shouting or your laughing. It is the feeling, a good feeling, a feeling of joy, gladness on your inside because you have the opportunity to give to God. And he is the only one who sees that one. Men don't see it. That good feeling is what made um, um, Wigglesworth to call the cameras anytime you are signing check for the kingdom say snap it I'm signing check for my father's business and then they will snap I only to stand by the new car we have bought or a friend's new car <laughs> a friend's new car now, any people who don't know when they see this oh God has blessed his brother he has a new car Is your life all about cars? No. There's a good feeling that you are doing what your father loves. Are you getting what I'm talking about? That feeling alone will never make you to begin to question why you gave. That you help somebody and the next day you are using that same help to bring the person down. It's not your fault. Last year when you were down, it's because you met me. I hand you over to God for God to do or to kill him. Because you help him with one cloth. How many times has God been helping you? <laughs> has he always gotten your, your faithfulness? A liberal life is of the Lord. It comes out of love. So there's no regret about it. And there shouldn't be. So you, you have a good feeling for giving. When it's time to give you excited, you are what? Excited. I asked you last Sunday, why is it that anytime people want to attack the church, they talk about the money of the church? And and Thursday, Pastor made reference to that one in the teaching that he did, the little that I got, because there's one. 
person, they say they call him network. He just arrived in our house without invitation and blocked everything. He asked him, he said, I'm network. He said, if, if you wait, I'll work net him very soon. Now, friends, when Pharaoh wanted to get Israel to go with poverty, he told them to leave their wealth behind. Okay, after he tried to get the wives and their children so that he would end their, their, their generation, and he, he didn't get it, he now asked for, leave, go with your children, your wife, go, go, but leave your wealth behind. It will be too much of a load for you to carry. That is one of the things you must watch out for. Anytime you have opportunity to stretch forth your hand to be a blessing, the devil challenges that move and tells you you are going to be poor. You are going to be what? Poor. One plus one is can never be one. One plus one. When you get add, make three. When you get add, that's snail's approach to progress. But God said, scatter. Do what? If not for God, who will speak that kind of thing? Scatter. You scatter. You are just throwing the thing here and there. And he says, you have more than you think about. He didn't negotiate. They started talking about tithing. They, they did everything they wanted to do. To bastardize and criminalize it. Condemn all pastors and all manner of things. Strangely enough, it is always those who claim to have been born to the church. They were born on Sunday. Their mother was in church. When labor started, they couldn't go out. So he, she gave birth. In the temple. <laughs> it doesn't make you anything. You are a church born. That's all. Now, when you are not liberal, you are exploitative. You are either liberal. That's where the 26 talk about. Can I have it? The People will curse him who would host grain. But blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. The one who hoards the grain, that is one. They would hold in there, hoarding. I have it, I won't sell it. I'm keeping it for a lean period so I can make more money. The next aspect of that one is those who give false weight. False what? Weight. False weight. You are a Christian, a tongue-blowing believer. As he's speaking in tongues, he's thinking of how to rob somebody of some money. You are selling cereals. Let, let's say it is um, it's what? It's beans, one of them. And then you hit the base of the of the of the measuring can. And then he says, um, ah, the king. 
It's been a long time, oh. You've not been coming here. Thank God that you came. I'm happy you met me. I was about to leave. You know. By all means, I'll do you good. I'll do you good. Then he feels the thing to overflow and put the hand around it. And pour. You don't see the base. Already, he has taken about one third of the, the capacity. The content is gone. He said, oh, to swear. I said, oh. Wintrow, is that because of you? What I've given you, nobody will do that for you. Ah, here, Praise God. So you are exploiting people. You have a wicked heart. You don't think good about people. All you think about is the money you make. So your goods have expired. And yet you are selling them. Without shame. You are the one the people will curse. They will do what? They will curse. You know how they curse you? When they look at it, they say, oh, why should this man treat me like this? Hmm. That sigh goes straight to God. The Lord sees and hears the sighing of the poor. Straight to him. So it's not anybody who is going to curse you. The people are going to curse you. The same people will be a blessing to you when you are generous. But of course, there are some people who always love cheap side. The place we use in Kumasi at mile three. That foot three miles up there. It was a building with decked with another one, pillars on top and roof. We saw it and God gave us favor and we got it. One old woman said, this man, this is the only good thing he has done in life ever since he was born. This is the only good thing. I said, eh? He gave the place to us free of charge. Free of charge. He brought his items, cement and rest to be used to raise whatever he wanted to raise. Gave us one, one mason, and then we added some masons and all that. That was the only good thing he had done. I went to the side there, up there, and I was thinking about that statement. And then suddenly something dawned on me. So when they want to make you poor and you protect what you have, they say you are wicked. That's a different matter. There are people who would want to take and take and take until you are, you are brought to zero. You don't care. That even when you say that you don't have what to give to them at that moment, they hungry. Go to the village. They don't care whether you it's petrol you came with or you, you pour water into your tank. They are looking for money. But there are people genuinely in need and you are exploiting them. You are taking advantage of them because you have the money. And that is what goes on in the church and outside the church. We use what we have to take positions in church. You happen to give some money and then you want everybody to say yes to you. I have that sickness. I don't want to be cured of it. I will not. Hey, I, I, will not. I will not. It's not good to be close to me. But when I want to act, I will act. You may not like it, but you see you are no more friends. We will still be friends because you, I don't fight you. You can't go away from me. Yeah? 
I told my wife, you can't divorce me. Say so you are divorced, I'll follow you. Anyone that marries, I'll kill the person. <laughs> I don't divorce. There's nothing like that. With me as an unbeliever, and now that I'm a believer, to divorce, no, you can't. Say, so it's one you divorce me. It's a lie. We are going together. Anywhere you are going. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hallelujah. Bountiful giving. God rewards. Is there anything there with that 26? Anything more? Aha. Blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. Where is the blessing coming from? From the people. From the same people. Oh, God should remember this brother Joe and bless him. Let his business continue to blossom. What kind of heart is this man having? The same people, they will bless you. If you cheat, you cheat them, they will also cheat you by robbing you of blessing and giving you a curse. The absence of blessing will be cursed, whether you like it or not. Friends, one musician asked one question in, in his song, which way Nigeria? So which way are you going? The path of liberality which is the nature of God and you are a child of God. Or the path of acquisition no matter who is suffering. Let me throw this one at somebody here this morning. All those shoes you have not worn for three years, you will never wear them. So why are you keeping them? Are you Zoom Lion? I did some teaching like this some years ago and I told them to go and bring the things they are keeping in their homes. It was interesting. The kind of things that came. They were not that old. They were new, but they had outlived those things. One particular woman who was unfortunate that on one of my, my trips from Accra to Kumasi in those days, they kept in her room. She had traveled. So, and I saw 30 pairs of shoes and footwear in her room. And then some about 24 pairs also outside lined up. It's a fantastic. And I think that any time she saw it, she was excited. So when I heard it, there are things that didn't make me hear. Because when I stand to preach and it comes, I will say it. I may not mention names, but when you sit down, you know you are what I'm talking about. <laughs> Praise God. So I said it in church. And I said, go and sell those 30 pairs you are not using. And bring the, thing, bring the money to church. Or come and give it to people. He went to the person that put him in that room. He said, you said pastor came here. Said, Where did you, what did he see? He said, you're said, hey! Trouble. <laughs> she was trying to say something to me. I told her, I said, look, I didn't mention your name. You are the one, you have come to me. And you know that these things are not, you are not using them. Some of them for five years, you've not told He said, it's true. So why are you keep? Are you wicked? She said, no. You know I'm not wicked. I said, very good. Very good. Very simple. Our ladies, this time you don't use airtight. What do you use? Huh? They're in what groups, eh? Airtight boxes. Airtight. But, but, but in layers. And the things are inside. 
our mothers who were doing that, well, let me show you what we were doing. Anytime there was scarcity in the home, they would pick some of the clothes and go and sell and bring it home. Our own, we just pack those things there to show. When somebody enters your, your bedroom, whoo, to the roof, my God. Do you mean all these things are for you? He said, that's not even all. Check that side. <laughs> Check that side. Check that side. God has been so gracious. You met your mothers having set piles, but they were selling, keeping those things like uh, treasury bills for the home. Sometimes for your own schooling. That's why they're keeping their things. So it is time for you to go to school. There's no money. She carries about four of them, good ones, Hollandis. And then go, she will go and sell. And then once you give the money, ah. And my grandmother will tell you, there's a kind of money you don't touch. When the time for you to touch comes, the money speaks, come and touch me. No, you can be hungry to death. But let something happen now that calls for money. The old lady will enter her room, go under the bed. If you go under that bed, you won't find anything. The one who keeps the item knows where it is. It's just like you men, your wife's precious jewels. You are in the same room with them. The thing is just by your leg, you will never see. I'm telling you. You search everywhere, you will see it. But when they come in, they go straight to where the thing is and pick it. You will be there, you will be wondering. If, okay, now I've seen the place, they will move it. <laughs> Glory to God. Lord, I want my life to be a blessing. I want my life to be what? Those words are not for nothing. The blessing of men who are touched by your life, they carry with In the same way, when they express pain for what you have done to them, it also carries weight. So you make a choice. As we go on, we are taking our time to build this foundation. There are many things when I look at the things that we put on paper, I told my wife yesterday, it's been a long time I've not done this kind of thing. It took me nights and nights. Why? There are certain virtues when you cultivate them by the help of the Holy Ghost. You will live forever enjoying the fruits, the benefits of these things. That is what makes your anointing more effective because you have in you the capacity to release. So you won't be talking about somebody coming to pay consultation fee before you attend to the person. With the power you never end anywhere. God just bestowed it on you. But because your heart is so wicked, you don't know what liberality is all about. Someone is waiting for you to pray for the person. And you say, let him wait. Let him wait. I need to attend to somebody in town. That person is likely to give you money. So you want to go there first. But this one that is coming doesn't have money. He only is looking for prayer. Ha! Man of God. Child of God. 
kalau boleh kalau boleh simple but when you cultivate the virtue of liberality you'll be able to use the graces God has bestowed on you in a proper dimension you don't own it he blessed you with it and he said freely have you received freely do what give and the more you do that the people you are blessing will be the one praying for you anytime they share their testimony anywhere may my God remember this person he was asleep the wife said he just went to bed but he woke up because of me Lord, hold this your servant and bless. The other people will be praying for you. The, your prayer tower people will not feel the way they feel. Your prayer tower people, they are praying. But those ones are blessing. You have touched their hearts. So when they talk, they talk from the depth of their souls. And God, who is merciful, now picks what they carry and throw it at you like a bomb. It's a blessing. And keep yourself going from strength to strength. They say, works popular, works dead. The voice of the people is the voice of God, not just everybody. The people of God who have been blessed by you, when they speak concerning you, it is the voice of the Lord. The blessing comes to you like that. Why are you doing that one? Because you are a liberal soul who is giving out. Giving out. May you grow in this attitude. May this very great virtue, which is in the DNA of God, begin to manifest itself in your life. In your home, as a wife, or as a husband, may he speak for you and distinguish you from others. In your workplace, may he speak for you. The work is not done. Everybody is going home because it's 4 o'clock. And he says, I want to be around here for about 30 more minutes. I want to close my book before I go. And then they will tell you, is it for you? Is it for you? Is it work your own? One woman said, What fast? 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 I won't allow you to destroy God's work. You can be angry. You can insult me. It doesn't matter. I know where I was before you picked me. What, did you hear what I said? I know where I was. I know where I was when you picked me. The people who were there with me that I left behind. So many of them are dead. When you see them, you think they are my fathers. I know where I was. Live your life for him. And you will never regret it. That which you are holding from me, let me ask you a question. Who gave it to you? There is nothing that you have that never came from above. If it did, then why are you boasting? Why are you claiming ownership? May this year be a new year for you. A new year in the sense that your life will be for him and him alone. Your priorities will be the things that please God, not that which please man. And may you not become a victim, but always the victor that is helping people out of their situations. And being a blessing to them. Let your hand go before you every day. Let your hand feed many. Let your hand bless people. 
when you meet them and they are in pain, touch them with your hand. Bless them. If there's something in your pocket, give it to them. Go and buy food and eat. That may be the food that will keep the person alive. By the time you see him in two years' time, and he's coming close to you, you'll be wondering, who are you? And he will tell you that so and so and so, yeah. Like one woman did to me some time ago. We went to Sam. The woman came with the, his, her daughters. Pastor Azar, do you know me? I look at her face. So I'm not sure. It's a hammer. Then describe the situation. He said, that day, the money you put in my hand and prayed, I have never laughed anything before. Again. She had three daughters. They would trek for kilometers to come to church. And they were looking for something little. And they were tossed here and there. So one day I look at the scene and I say, look, sincerely speaking, the money is not there. Nobody is going to tell you that one. It's not there. It's not there. The church had gone into some expenditure and the welfare package had already been exhausted. It's not there. And if I told, it, told her, but I said, please take this one as your transport. It was the present, um, what do you call that money? Uh, 20 Ghana cities. Uh, the one we have now. The, the equivalent that time. I put in her hand like that. And I blessed her hand. And I said, your hand will never be empty. Sincerely speaking, my voice, I was weeping on the inside. The thing pained me so much. So much. And the children were standing around. And he said, from that day, help began to come from everywhere. And when I saw those girls, if they had met me anywhere, I wouldn't have recognized them. Elegant, beautiful girls. And poverty was trying to destroy their destiny. And she told me where they were. One of them was at university. There, you remember those children? The person you are allowing God to help today, tomorrow, when you are in need, is that same person that will rise to your defense. You may not be there, but your child will go there. And he says, my name is Micah. Angelo. Who is your father? My father... David and Jiloquay. Sit down. Do what? What is speaking now? It is that which you manifested some years ago. But they ask you, what is your name? I don't want to mention anybody's name. I don't want trouble. And they say, who is your father? You mention the name. He said, go home. There's no more vacancy. There's no more vacancy here. May the Lord continue to bless you and lift you higher and higher. And may the Holy Ghost himself incubate upon that which you have received today. And make it part of you. Let it run through your bloodstreams and make you greater. In the name of Jesus. Peace.